The college football experience, Purdue Boilermakers 2023 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with $1,000 in prizes up for grabs. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Parlay Play. Yes, Parlay Play is a just a, a lead pipe lock for parlay and player props. Absolutely fantastic stuff. Go to parlayplay.io and use the promo code SGP for a hundred percent deposit bonus today. And remember, as always, folks, to let it ride. This is Mike Leach, uh, head football coach at Mississippi State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Episode. I'm excited to talk about. Say, they, some say this is quarterback you, quarterback you, right? From the days of Bob Greasy to <laughs> Todd Blackledge. To Chris <laughs> Blackledge was Penn State, right? Big but Ten. Greasy, okay, sure. sure. Oh, you're but saying the Purdue. Boilermaker. Oh, you're saying Purdue, the team we're talking Chris about. Chris Everett. Talking about. I mean, Jim Everett. Jim yeah. I, dare, I dare you to say that 14 <laughs> more times in my face. Jeff George started there for a season. Jeff got some games there before he went to Illinois. Before he went to Illinois, yeah, right. Uh, Drew Brees, of course, but uh, uh, Kyle Orton. Kyle Orton, thank you. Uh, please, thank uh, you. He's doing those. Remember him trashed at that bar somewhere in Iowa? Uh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, then Mo- Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, you got Aiden just, O'Connell. Yeah, you legend. got guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, David Ball. So they just produce pros, buddy. Scott Campbell and the Falcons in the mid eighties. Mm. Oh, please. K gun offense. Quarterback right. after quarterback coming through with the Boilermakers. Uh excited to talk about uh the future. That they, was before they, Chris Miller, right? Atlanta? Chris yeah. No, it was before Chris Miller. Right, right yeah, before, before Chris Miller. Chris Miller. They ran the they ran a the Glanville run that some kind of yeah, run and shoot. Run and shoot, chuck and duck. Yeah, chuck and duck, baby. Uh look, well, uh, some would say Jeff Bromram that ran a little bit of Chuck and Duck, yeah, but he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. He's, he ran bit. home. All right. And uh look, he had a good run, took Purdue to the Big Ten championship a year ago. And uh in the offseason they went out and hired Ryan Walters. We're gonna talk all about that hiring. But first, you're probably wondering, who the hell are you listening to? Who's this maniac yelling at you? Well, uh, my name is Kobe Swigga Database Dad, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. Car towed all the way to your house, and all you got for me is light beer? Because I understand how the bastard thinks. I taught him. Now I own one. Yes! Big Ten football. Hopefully you're subscribed on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. As we break down all 133 FBS teams with a solo podcast for each and every team in the land. 
Yes, we will give Sam Houston State the same amount of attention as the Alabama Crimson Tide. Who else is doing that, huh? <laughs> I am joined by my co-host here. Yeah, if you, 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 hopefully you've heard him on the Bottom Line Bombs podcast because mm. that is absolutely fucking hilarious, if I may say so. Subscribe mm, yeah. to that if you have not. Uh, they call him the man in the box. Uh, and look, I had, I had you on for Northwestern. I said, you know what? Big 10 West is what everyone comes, comes to this podcast for. So I give you CJ Sullivan. Hey, How you doing, buddy? Thank you, Dundee. I appreciate it. Just going through the old, uh, glad to be back here. I'm glad we're not allowed to talk some Purdue quarterbacks. And uh, did we, we talked to Mark Herman. Of course. Oh, did we forget him? So I think we might have. I think we might have forgot, forgot Mark Harmon. Just a classic. factory. This is a factory, I mean, buddy. I know we talked. Did Gary Danielson go there? He might have. Len Dawson went there. Len no, Dawson. That's what I'm talking about. You, you go know back. What I mean? Remember that nice photo, of Len Dawson with a beer and a, and a cigarette at halftime of the Super Bowl. <laughs> I know. I love Len Fantastic. Dawson. Uh, so Ryan Walters, the brand new head coach. Yep. I mean, a little bit surprising because Purdue had success with Brom and that was an offensive coach. Yeah, but Brom was kind of, uh, and I like Brom, and I don't think he actually would have left if it wasn't for Louisville. True, but he also made it known that he wasn't hanging around Purdue for long. Well, so I, I, which I think is good for both sides. You know, it was it's almost a no bad blood. Like he's like, come on, he's like. Purdue, you know what this was. Yeah. Well, you know, he, this and, is a fling. I can't you bring him, I can't bring you home to the family. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is uh it was cool while it lasted, but but, but be cool about this Purdue. All right. He, well he could have left Don't the first time. Don't be sliding my DMs yeah. or any of that shit. He could have left the first time he didn't. Right. He paid his debts to he West did. Lafayette. Yeah. Got him to the Big Ten championship, got him to having winning seasons and being a little more respected in the college football world. Now in comes Ryan Walters, who was the defensive coordinator. Uh, of Brett Bielma's uh, fighting a lion. who had the number one defense in the nation. Great court. He's a great coordinator. Yeah. And I remember him because he played safety at Colorado with the Buffaloes back mm. in the Gary Barnett slash Dan Hawkins era. Um, but yeah, interesting. I, th- everyone thought they were going to go with an offensive hire. Right. They go with the defensive hire now, little shocking, but the guy obviously uh, had a great, great defense a year ago. He brings in Graham Harrell as the OC. We're going to talk more about that, but w- you like the hire though. I like the hire and I, I like, I like uh, Walters himself. You know, he's never been a coach before, but he's a great coordinator. And I thought the coordinators he brought in were good too. Yeah. So I think he's, I think they're set up and like we we're saying, I don't, and I think Brom like, I don't, he didn't leave the cupboards bare there at all. I think they're gonna be fine. Yeah. Yeah. You he know, was doing a good job as far as first year coaching. I think he, he'll, he has a um, he's more set up to succeed than a lot, yeah. yeah, than a lot of first. Yeah, player fair, coaches. very fair. And and anytime you're in the Big Ten West, you're set up to succeed more right. than the Big Ten East. Uh, look, we're gonna talk all about it. We're gonna talk about the offense, the defense, special teams, transfer portal. We're gonna go game by game on the Boilermakers schedule, and uh, we even got Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, to mm. to hop on to talk about his experiences to Ross Aid Stadium. Um, but look, before we uh, we do all that, I gotta tell you that the college football experience, Purdue Boilermakers 2023 season preview episode is brought to you by Sports Gambling Podcast, the Patreon. Yes, uh, sign up for the Patreon to get access to an exclusive contest, including the NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. Come on, thousand thousand smackaroos! Oh no, they, come on! They, they tell you to bet on yourself. <laughs> and nothing is more SGPN than we're sponsoring ourselves. Yes. With Patreon. Yes. Put the thousand dollars. Let's go. <laughs> Besides season long contests, they also have weekly contests just for the patrons. Boom. All right. 
opportunities through the ass here. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, plus a, mo- <laughs> a monthly, a monthly SGP stories podcast. You might hear about the mm. time, uh, you know, CJ Sullivan went fly fishing. Yes. Matter of fact, yeah. I, 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 you know, well, I, he was I, out there in Colorado fly fishing. I might put that on the Patreon. <laughs> the uh, exclusive. You're not going to get that. Exclusive oh, photo. Oh, I was just look looking for that. it after you brought it up. Colorado River, yeah. There we go. <laughs> look, this is behind the scenes yeah. stuff. All right, this yeah. is what you're, what we're talking about here. Uh, <laughs> so you know, you're 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 gonna want to be subscribed. All right. There's even a Discord channel just for the patrons, and uh, look, only you can prevent corporate gambling. Do your part and sign up today, baby. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com/slash/patreon. All right, we are back on the college football experience. P- Purdue Boilermakers, boiler up, they say, boiler up. Um, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about. Uh, so we we hit, we hit on Walters. Never been a coach before. Grew up in Los Angeles. Uh, played for the Colorado Buffaloes, coached at Colorado. Then he hopped all around Arizona, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. North Texas, Memphis, Missouri, Illinois, and now he is. Uh, and and what's crazy? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry. He grew, he was born in in Los Angeles, grew up in Colorado, but played quarterback back in the day, high school. Played quarterback, so uh, it's a little interesting. But uh, anyway. He brings in Graham Harrell on the office side of the ball. Mike Leach, as if you heard our introduction to the podcast, Graham Harrell, I believe, played quarterback for Mike Leach. So go and air raid. We're going to talk about that in a second, but let's examine the portal because nor you know, five years ago this wouldn't be an issue, but now you got to talk portal. You just have to. Um, the right. parting, and normally anytime you have a coach that leaves. You're gonna lose a lot mm-hmm. of players. Um, this is always the longest part of the show. It's yeah. like you're reading off the Nasdaq yeah. or something. Like, <laughs> and they lost. Here we go. <laughs> but they gained fifty yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gone it's is yeah. linebacker Jacob Wahlberg. Mm, you know, it's a big one. Uh, damn it, man! I was trying to crowbar in. What's the hit single? Good vibrations, <laughs> right? No, not good vibrations. You want me to help you out in this? Yeah, you yeah. want me to help you out in this, Marky Mark? Uh, it's not out? good vibrations. No, it is. That's Beach Boys. Not, not good vibrations. Yeah, it's good vibrations. It come on, come on. Now you talking about Are Marky you sure Mark? That's the name of the is song. Is this a trick to make me fucking sing Marky Mark right now? <laughs> Can you research that? I can't. I will. I'll re- uh, I'll, I'm pretty sure because that's Beach Boys. He, he stole the same title as the Beach Boys song. I, mean, I don't know if you know what. <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar with rap, Colby, but that's exactly what they do. <laughs> they 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 call it sampling, but <laughs> yeah, good vibrations. Uh, okay, I fucked it up. All right, I fucked it up. But anyway, that Wahlberg, he's gone. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Bad vibrations. He's out of there. Uh, wide receiver Colin Sullivan. Any relation? Colin Sullivan. <laughs> not, not, right. if, not if he can run. <laughs> wide receiver Milton Wright gone. He's in the portal. They haven't found homes according mm-hmm. to twenty four seven sports. But corner cornerback Jake uh, Jordan Buchanan heads out to South Alabama mm. with the Jaguars. There, cornerback uh, Brandon Callaway heads out to Georgia Southern. Linebacker Tristan Cox portal. Uh, running back Kentrell Marks portal, uh, cornerback T Denson. Uh, he's in the portal. Offensive tackle Eric Miller following Jeff Brown to Louisville. Coach, mm. don't leave without me. You're right. Uh, I like that. Safety Javon Grigsby portal. Tight end Charlie Kenrich portal. Quarterback Brady Allen, big time recruit, four star. Hey, right. coach, don't leave without me. He's now in Louisville. 
and I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a tough loss there. I'll say that one. Um, then you have the likes of offensive lineman Sione Fanahu. He is at Arizona state. <laughs> <laughs> the likes of Siona. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then you have sounds like a good show. Defensive end Greg Hudgens. Uh, he's out of the Charlotte, the the, the Charlotte Clits, mm-hmm. the CLTs, the, the Clits. Biff Pogey. Dude, have, Biff Pogey's winning this over, man. Biff. Since we did our Charlotte preview, right. I mean, Biff Pogey's slamming on tables. I mean, he's demanding respect. That's why I've had. I, 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 I smelled an over when I saw uh, it. I, I swear, I reversed Biff, my under. Biff I am on the over. Yeah. Um, so did they find the clit? You know, what, what clit was that? University or looking? Uh, Greg Hudson. He, yeah, he's gone. He's, oh, he's, he's gone. going to the clits. Okay. Um, <laughs> running in, ba- in search of the clits. Yes, running back King Daru. Yeah, he heads out to the Cal Golden Bears. Might have regretted that one as they're about to join the Ivy League. Um, <laughs> then you have uh, yeah, Caltech has a better chance of being in a Pac-10 <laughs> than fucking Cal. Linebacker Ricky Smith, Portal. Mm. Uh, quarterback Michael Alamo, Portal. Um, man, I mean they got a lot. Kicker Chris Van Eckeren to Temple. Join your Owls, CJ. Yes. Uh, defensive lineman Jack Sullivan, four-star transfer here. This is a stud. Goes out to USC. Another Lincoln Riley. Another Sullivan. What's going on here? Separate Sullivans. We run when we. <laughs> you sure you're not from West Lafayette? We, we like to jump. We like to, we jump off abandoned sinking ships. <laughs> uh, wide receiver Camden uh, Ch- uh, Childress. He's gone. Uh, defense alignment. Lawrence Johnson heads out to the Auburn Tigers. They just give pe- people back to cash. So you know that one's they gave him a bag <laughs> right. of cash. Defense alignment. Branson Dean also four star transfer heads out to the Miami Hurricanes. Um, uh, how about this one? Offensive lineman Spencer Hostage goes to UCLA and Chip Kelly. Running back Kobe Lewis heads out to Florida Atlantic. Mm. The Owls. Tight end Kyle Billado uh, is in the portal as well. And I believe that's everybody. I believe now incoming. Buckle up. Um, because the Boilermakers. Um, I mean, that's a lot of players to lose, first off. I, I have to scroll back down. That is a um, lot. But uh, incoming Ole Miss safety Braxton Myers, okay. Also Ole Miss cornerback Marcavius Brown, okay. I like any. Rating I like any. SEC. I like any Mississippi Marcavius. <laughs> I'll take. I don't care what what your, your You're job good. is. You're yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, offensive lineman Preston Nichols coming in from UNLV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida. See, they sent a player down to FAU, and they, in return they got a wide receiver in Jamal Edreen coming up from the Owls. Quarterback Bennett Meredith comes in from Arizona State. Once again, they sent a player down to Tempe. Take one back. I like this philosophy by Ryan Walters because defensive lineman Jeffrey Mba once again comes in from Auburn. They sent a guy down to Auburn. They mm, get one back. One back. This is trading, baby. Giving giving Auburn, getting Auburn. Offensive tackle Luke Griffin comes in from Missouri, hopping over to Purdue. Uh, Penn State cornerback, four-star transfer Marquise Wilson. Heads in from uh, from Penn State. That's a huge get. Mm. Safety Anthony ba- Brown comes in from the Arkansas Razorbacks to Purdue. Uh, JUCO transfer offensive tackle Ben Farrell comes in. Bowling Green offensive lineman Jalen Grant comes into the Boilermakers. Uh, and then you have Arkansas defensive lineman Isaiah Nichols coming in. A lot of SEC guys, huh? Vanderbilt defensive lineman Malik Langham, four star transfer. Nice, nice land for the Boilermakers. Texas, this is the one. This is the one right here. Texas quarterback Hudson Card. Right. 
I mean, this guy's pretty fucking good. He's the guy. Yeah. That's and a great, great pull. And for the offense, they're going to be running this year. Yeah. I mean, they got a perfect coordinator for him. He's the guy to do it. He can run. He can throw. Yeah, and he, he's he's had a lot of wins as a starting quarterback yep. before. Cornerback Salim Turner Muhammad's the final one coming over from the Stanford Cardinal. Okay. Uh, I I've lobbied on this very show. If you get your starting quarterback for the most part, I think there's only been two teams that mm-hmm. I would say no to. But if you get your starting quarterback, you normally win the transfer portal, in my opinion. Yeah. It's like getting would, the mo- get, it's like getting the most talented player in a trade. Whoever gets that, you win the trade. Would you say they won the portal? I think I think you're. I mean, there's a ton of names they lost. You're you're right. Yeah. But you're not. I mean, that all can be somewhat balanced out. You can't balance out getting a Hudson card. Yeah. That is. That's game. High, that's game changing. He was highly sought after. Absolutely. Was, like, and writing was on the wall for Texas. He had to get out of there. To, you know, obviously yeah. for obvious reasons. He knew Ewers was going to shave his uh, his mullet. <laughs> Ewers, right? right. He just said, and "I got to get out of here." Before Prince that Manning will be blue blooded yeah. in there, and uh, you know. <laughs> After that, so Hudson Card, I love it. I mean, he's got. I mean, that's you gotta be excited for uh, if you're Purdue because they had to, you know, because they had to. Uh, they had to replace uh, their their quarterback play. Is that was uh, yes. I think what you're trying to I say here? To say Aiden that. O'Connell's gone, so uh, Aiden O'Connell story career. Yeah, yeah, throwing throwing for some big time numbers. Let's talk a bit, little bit about this offense because Graham Harrell coming in, he's a pass happy coach. Brom okay. ran a, a definitely. You know they pass the ball a lot better than they ran. Let me rattle those off for you. Even though we know Brown, Brian Brown, and Jeff Brown both gone, mm-hmm. uh, scoring offense seventy fourth in the nation a season ago. Rush offense one hundred and second. Might want to circle that one. Yeah. Pass offense twenty second. Twenty second, man. And this is what I'm alluding to. You bring in Graham Harrell to fit your roster. Mm-hmm. Graham Harrell runs the air raid. Brown did not run the air raid, right. but at least he Brown was a pass happy coach. Yes. So you're, 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 you're basically catering to the talents that your roster has total offense, 55th in the nation. Harold, uh, not just a couple of years ago was at USC and everyone was saying he's going to be a head coach soon. Mm-hmm. And then the clay Helton disaster happened and he headed out to West Virginia. Now he's at Purdue. So Hudson card is the projected starting quarterback. And I, I highly would, I would be very shocked if he was not the starter. That would, I would be as well. Um, and they might even hit him with some NIL money. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> the the real hit here is Charlie Jones graduated. I was after. just gonna say that the great receiver Charlie Jones, and I don't think they have anyone really to replace him yet, which you kind of need for this air raid offense. Yeah. Not just one; you need a couple out there. Well, he was a f- he was a hard target. Yeah, he, was, he was more than more than Van Dam. Right? right? Uh, <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you, buddy, because I, I f- he led the nation in targets, mm-hmm. and by a big amount, losing him is huge. The running back situation is interesting because Devin Mockaby, Devin Mockaby is nice, and, and Tyron Tracy give them a little bit of depth. Now, once again, they were 102nd running the ball. They're bringing in the air raid. I don't know how much they're going to run out of it. Uh, receiver, as we alluded to, mm-hmm. losing Jones, tough. Also losing stud tight end Payne Durham, tough. But T.J. Sheffield, that's a name to watch out for. Uh, he ha- he has uh, flash. He had 324 yards, I believe, a season ago. Yep, um, and he can play. So him, Corey Gamage, who uh, was at Marshall, um, projected starters at the wide receiver spot. Also Jamal Edreen, who's who's the the FAU transfer that I t- talked about previously. Uh, the new tight end is supposed to be Garrett Miller. Garrett Miller's interesting. Like he was hurt last year, but he's supposed to be this athletic freak. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing out of uh, Lafayette camps. And uh, but like you said, you got to replace Payne Durham, which is a great. Uh, 
Uh, tight end, yeah. T- great tight yeah. end and cop name or something. Yeah, Payne, Payne Durham. Durham. You know, like some kind of yeah. cop show. Yeah, I could totally Absolutely. see it. They thought they could get over <laughs> on everybody, but they couldn't stop Payne Durham couldn't from finding, Payne Durham. finding Garrett, the truth. <laughs> Garrett Miller, my So other than that, and like in Mockleby, of course, you said they haven't had a, I mean, Purdue known for, like you're saying, we were saying quarterbacks pass, but they haven't had a thousand yard rusher in 15 years. Whew. That's a long time. <laughs> and I know you like to run and fall. And uh, I think Devin breaks the streak this year, though. I like him. Mockaby? Yeah, Mockaby. Over a thousand yards. Mockaby. This is this is why you subscribe to the college mm-hmm. football experience. Because we're gonna give you guarantees. Yep. All right. And I'm guaranteed first thousand yard rusher in fifteen years. Oof, that's a long new. time, man. Sure is. Uh that's back when the, the Big Ten actually had ten teams. Right. All right. <laughs> uh Look, another wide out the, to keep an eye on is Elijah Cannon. This guy okay. was a Auburn transfer, a freshman a year ago. Maybe they get him more into the mix as well. Um, offensive line, you return, they return three of five starters on the offensive line. Okay. Um, air raid, what the one of the benefits of the air raid, as, as Coach Leach told us, was he wanted to be able to get the ball out early. Mm. Obviously, if you're recruiting at Washington State and Texas Tech, but he was even doing this back in the day at Valdosta State mm-hmm. and Iowa Wesley, mm-hmm. and he knew their talent level wasn't as good as some of the other schools. So he said, wait, if I can get the ball out super fast, therefore my offensive linemen that aren't super athletic won't have to block for that they long. Won't have a long time to engage. Yeah. So it's a little bit of the strategy. Help there. them out. So maybe that helps. Uh Gus Hartwig back at the center spot, right guard Mar- Marcus Mbao is back, um, and uh, same with left tackle Mahami Musa. So those are the three returning starters. C.J. Sullivan, will the offense be as good as it was a year ago? Well, fifty fifth. Will it be better than fifty fifth in the land? It's tough because you're bringing in a new offense and a new everybody and a new everybody <laughs> and a new quarterback. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I, I mean, I, I like the style they're going to run. But at the same time, I Purdue's offense was soft. I, I don't know. I think I think it'll be closer to that than it will be for like a normal transition team where it'll be like just a mess trying to get their footing or whatever. There, I think they'll, they're going to come hit the ground running. Yeah, you know. I think I think if they can reach that level, though, that they should be happy. All right. Well, let's talk about the defensive side of the ball. All right. So, this is what I'm more excited about for Purdue. Yeah. Kevin Kane coming in as the new defensive coordinator. Obviously, Ryan Walters familiar with the defensive side of the ball when mm-hmm. he led the Illini in the top defense in the yes. nation a season ago. Uh, for Purdue, though, last season, even though it was under Ron English's defense, they were 73rd in scoring defense, 51st in rush defense. Passing defense was 66, charting at the 52nd best defense. So, uh, ironically, the the defense was actually better than the offense from a statistical standpoint last year. Surprising for a Jeff Brown coach team. Mm. Maybe that's why they really were in the the Big Ten championship. But uh, you look at this at this roster, and you say, okay, they lost a ton. Five starters back on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, only one on the defensive line. And I think that's what we circle here. Yes, uh, because they run. They run. Uh, well, I know um, they're going to be running a three-four, I believe. Under, yeah, uh, or like a, more like yeah, a five-two. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, they run the nose guard, two T tackles, and those two DNs in three-point stances. And their linebackers. The linebackers are where they have the most talent. I, I think. If you watched Illinois last year, mm-hmm. that's part of their. Uh, I guess the, the, their skill was. They were very hard to understand. Yes, certain times you'd look like it to be. Uh, are they going with the four three? Are they going with the three four? Are they right. going with the three three five? Mm-hmm. It was scattered chaos, and I thought that's what that's really why he did such a great job. Now Isaiah Nichols, 
he comes in from Arkansas. He's the only guy with starting experience on yeah. the defensive line. They're going to be counting on uh, Cole Brevard and Joe Anderson on the defensive line. Linebacker wise, though, as you alluded to, yes. what, what do you think of this name? OC Brothers. OC Brothers. I see Brothers. You see Brothers. <laughs> OC Brothers back on the line. Love that linebacking name. core. Uh, Kydron Jenkins as well. Nick Caraway. Nick, one that, yeah, Nick Caraway is their, is their stud there. Yeah. And uh, but but like I said, their linebackers play as DNs too. Like they're interchangeable. And like you're saying, do these coordinators they can run different schemes without you know sacrificing their yep. aggression, if you will. You know. Keep an eye on the star linebacker Cam Allen as well. 124 mm-hmm. tackles, 18 starts in his career. Secondary is, I think, one you might want to circle too because for there's a lot of new faces. I'll just say that their their D backs were depleted. Yeah, but like I, I like any Mississippi D backs. Bring there them on. Go. Bring, bring them on bring in. Them on in. Yep. Uh, the only the only returning defensive back is. Sanosi Kane, right. another Kane. Is that uh, is that the son of the coach? Yeah. Uh, b- <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then you bring in a couple uh, Ole Miss defensive backs. You also bring in Salim Turner Muhammad, who started at Stanford, and mm. Pac-12 loves to throw that ball around. All right, sure so may- maybe he gets to start. Also, Jamari Brown uh, and Dylan uh, Thinneman. So that should be the projected secondary. I know they have the Arkansas transfer back there as well. Um, breaking in a new kicker, but punter Jack Ansel's back <laughs> CJ. Will this defense be better than a season ago? That's how I used to order a, uh, a, a honey bun when I have it with my list, but cinnamon raisin cinnamon. <laughs> uh, this defense will be better because of Ryan Walters himself. Just in general, yeah. that's yeah. why that I believe in Ryan Walters as a defensive coordinator and these schemes, like you were saying, they can do a lot of things without having to sacrifice, you know, like having overload aside or bring guys off of the box. They can do it with their, with their personnel, but just with their complicated schemes. Is it possible that the defense is better as a, as an actual defense, but yet they're worse statistically because last year in the regular season, they didn't have Ohio state and Michigan on the schedule. Yeah, That's <laughs> that's not going to help the stats. Well, yeah. I was right. <laughs> so, so interesting there. We're going to, we're yeah. going to, we're going to talk schedule, but I, I'm, I'm with CJ. I think the defense side of the ball actually probably takes a step forward. The offensive side of the ball, probably going to take a little step back. Yeah, little I still think they will be decent. Hudson right. card was a huge get. Uh, so we're going to talk about the schedule though, and go game by game on the uh, Boilermakers 2023 schedule. But before we do that, I want to tell you, we're brought to you by parlay play. Mm. Yes. Parlay play is a great way to get down on your favorite uh, parlay player props. Yes. Football season is right around the corner and parlay play will have all of your favorite props. Parlay play uh, parlay play is available in a ton of different States, including California and Texas. Plus our good friends up uh up North parlay play is available in a bunch of uh, provinces in Canada. So get yourself up there, get some of that, uh, that, that, uh, what is that? Maple, sh- maple syrup. Yeah. It's yeah. a maple syrup, maple par- syrup. Some, mixes. some Canadian parlays. You could give out a few of those. You're, you're killing it on the Canadian. I don't know how the hell I'm this hot. Yeah. I'm telling you, I need a, I need a move to, uh, to, uh, Manitoba. Was Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah. <laughs> can't even talk <laughs> Saskatchewan, uh, Parlay province. Yeah. Yeah. And, we, and, uh, look, when you sign up uh, with our code, you'll get a sweet bonus mm. to get started a parlay that I like if we're doing uh, do, will they let you parlay win totals? That's what I want to know. Some books do some books do not. You have to shop around as they say. Okay. Well, how about this? Then? I think they should. How about this then? Week zero Cowards. is less than three weeks away. 
Uh, I say will, that. Say that again. Week zero is less than three weeks away. Fantastic. All right. Fantastic. So we got all this coming, and I'm quickly gonna give out a, a parlay just on the fly. I didn't know I was gonna be doing this. Yes. But you know that's a beautiful thing about America. All right. All right. So you can do whatever you want to do, CJ. Okay. Right. Uh, so uh, week zero. Give me. I will take the Navy midshipman under 15 and a half points against Notre Dame <laughs> in Dublin, Ireland. Wow. I will parlay that with Jacksonville state to win their first ever FBS game against the UTEP minors. That's week one parlay week right zero. there. Week I zero. They call it, but it zero. is week one. I'm sorry. Week yeah. zero. Uh, and then I will also let me get, let me let me dial up one. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, dial up. This is amazing. Go ahead. Also, jump in on a little. Uh, I will take the over sixty three and a half on USC San Jose State because I think Chevin Cordiero, the quarterback mm. of San Jose State, and uh, Brent Brennan, I think that offense will be able to put up some points. Now their defense isn't going to be able to stop USC. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, look right. at, I, I think a score will be honestly. I think it'll be like fifty six. To twenty-eight. Yeah. Right? Um, Something like that. Okay. So hammer that over. Actually, I love that over right, All right now. There That's it is. a lock. Just bet that solo as well. USC <laughs> San Jose over? Yeah. Sixty three and, and a half. half. There's no way it's not getting over. I love All that. Right? Um, <laughs> and that was a Navy team total under? Un uh no no no. Uh for the game. Fifteen and a half. I don't think Notre and Dame. And a half. Oh, I don't I'll see. I don't think Notre Dame's gonna be able to score that many points. Their okay. receivers not not necessarily. They haven't had Tim Brown in a long time. I'll All put right. it like that. Uh, and then I will take now, Jacksonville Na State. Is Navy allowed to run the option? What's going on? No, with that? The, they're going to run the option out of the gun. It's terrible. Fuck you, NCAA. Mm -hmm. um, and and the game is actually much more dangerous because of yeah. these rule changes, in hope, my opinion. And but, it speeds the game up too. Yeah. Doesn't help runners. I don't like. It. That's I mean that's the only one I'm living on the edge a little bit, but you only have a short slate, man. It's either that. I love it. Okay, it, yeah. if, if we were to sub out. That that Navy Notre Dame total. If you don't, if you like CJ Sullivan, you're second guessing. So I don't mean, <laughs> mean right. second guess your play. Then, then. I was just I'm just analyzing it now. I'm looking at it for the first <laughs> time, and I'm realizing there's the rules. And if you don't think Notre Dame's going to score, that game's in Ireland, right? In Dublin. Okay, they're going to be a little hungover. Right? <laughs> yes, I like that. They ran out of beer at that stadium. You last know year, the weather's right? going to be dreary. Yeah, it's always dreary. It's going to be over raining. Yeah, oh, come God, on, just give me that under. But look, even if, if you don't trust, like I'll take if you don't under. trust Dundee. Then uh, <laughs> I trust Dundee. Then, then give me the over in that Hawaii yeah. Vanderbilt game. The, that that totals at fifty four and a half. Yes, Vandy scored like sixty three on them last year yeah. on the island. Now they got to come too. I'm going to take Hawaii in that one. Though. What do I? Take, Seventeen take the, and a half. Yeah, I'm seeing eighteen. I'm eight, seeing a flat me, eighteen. Right give me now. all the candy. Yeah. Timmy uh, Chang. Baby. Yes, that's Let's a si that's a single digit game. Hawaii. I think Hawaii is going to be different. Uh, better yeah, than people they, think. They for made sure. great progress. Yes, in this first for, year. for sure. So. Vanderbilt laying eighteen to anybody is yeah, a joke. That's a that's a that's a wild one, right? Uh, but so, I'll I'll tell you on that USC over. I like that. Hey, uh, that's a lock. Mm -hmm. That's a lock. Head over to parlayplay.io. Use that promo code SGPA or SGP for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's parlayplay.io promo code SGP. All right, we are back on the college football experience, and folks, remember to subscribe to all of our feeds. Purdue uh, basketball supposed to be like uh, th This is the year, right? Yeah, of this course. is the year. They're How bringing everybody be? back. College basketball experience. I host that when the season tips. Well, first off, we talk college hoops year round there, but when the season tips, I'm here every single night of the season talking college hoops. Uh, big, big 
season there for Painter uh, coming in. You know, everyone returning, going out, getting some transfers, some nice transfers, some 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 freshmen mm-hmm. coming in that are big time players. Uh, so check out that. Also check out the, uh, the obviously this is the college football experience, the FCS college football experience, the Big Twelve experience, and the college baseball experience. We come together as one on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash/the-college-experience. Subscribe. Tell a friend. Um, but if you're watching on YouTube right now, you see the sweet graphic. Win total sitting at five and a half. Your first reaction, CJ, without looking at the schedule. That looks. That seems pretty on the money. As you're saying, Purdue always has a tough schedule. They always do. Let's talk about that for a second. Okay. Because Purdue, one of the reasons why I think well, Brown would have went home. I think even if he was at you know Alabama, I think he would have left for Louisville. Yeah. His dad coached there. His brothers played there. It's just he's Louisville. Mm -hmm. But. As you recall, I mean, I don't know if if, if our audience recalls, but like our best Purdue's best player, uh, I believe it was coming into the season last year, was ruled academically ineligible, and they actually really held him to it. That doesn't happen mm. in the SEC. No. That doesn't even happen at Ohio thing. State. That does not happen. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, what did you do? Yeah, <laughs> for what now? Yeah, for, yeah, for <laughs> books. Oh, yeah. Oh no, yeah, right. No, we have, we had the we heard about those. That's written somewhere. So so like when that happens, normally as a head coach, you're saying, eh, maybe I look elsewhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And look, I love you, Purdue, but come on. Football is the uh, the Big Ten's got eighteen fucking teams for a reason. Money's the driving force behind this. Maybe maybe you ignore some of the academics. There's always those weird schools that like to hang on to this academic thing. You you saw how that worked for Northwestern (laughs) Purdue, okay? (laughs) So not only that, they normally schedule unbelievably aggressively. Like okay, Mm. for some reason these teams. Stanford, I would say, is one. Yep, Stanford always has a tough schedule. Colorado. Is another. Mm-hmm. Even when they were in the Big Twelve before, they scheduled super aggressively. Purdue is one of them. Uh, Iowa State, in my opinion, for some reason, it's like schools like that. Probably forgetting a couple of others, uh, where they just load up the schedule. You you rarely see an FCS on there, and then if it is an FCS, it's like, you're, why are you playing North Dakota State? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so uh, looking at this schedule, I don't see any FCS schools. I see uh, they play a nine game. Power five schedule. Do they know they can schedule the FCS schools? Sometimes the people don't, you know, like, no, this is what we're supposed to do, right? Play other college. Yeah, normally you would think that you're supposed yeah. to play college football teams <laughs> that are of your equal strength or better, but uh, that's not really how we uh, get things done. I just read a great article. Uh, I think it was in, I don't know, I don't remember wh- what platform, but they were talking about the demise of the Pac 12. Mm-hmm. And part, they had a chapter of this article on, on scheduling. They said, the the big you notice how uh Michigan only plays nine power fives this year, right? And they get all of their non con games at home. And the, they've been doing this for the past couple of years. They've been to the playoffs both years, right? The SEC is a master at this, right? The Big Twelve, they've been for some reason Iowa State's always playing three sets of back to back away games. Kansas, three sets of back to back Oklahoma and Texas, never. So part of uh, the Pac 12's doom was this, but I, when I look at Purdue, mm. I see 11 power fives this year and guess uh, I, I look, I know some of them aren't the greatest power fives two ACC right. opponents, but then you add in your 12th game, not an FCS. In fact, just the team that won the mountain West and probably better than a lot of FCS or, or power fives. And that's the Fresno state bulldogs and Jeff mm. Tedford. Uh, that's a tough opener. That's a ri- dude. I, I gotta be honest as much as I think September 2nd, I kind of think it's a coin flip game. 
I think I trust Fresno State a little bit more just because Walters has never been a coach. Tedford has been a coach for a long time. Now, I do expect Ross A to be packed and, and rocking. So I maybe just, Purdue gets that dub. I was just gonna say an opener there, so many Fresno coming in. I think they get a big old boilermaker stuff down their throat there. And I'm thinking, mm. you know, I'm talking the fans are gonna have some boilermakers in themselves, <laughs> some impin irons, if you will. And uh I I think Purdue I think Purdue comes out and makes a statement with this game. Really? Grind it grind it out, not like they're running guns coming. You're gonna see a different kind of Purdue team, but I think they can uh, muscle out of victory. Fresno. I'm taking Fresno State. Okay. I think Jeff Tedford right now is a pretty, I mean, he's, he's been a damn good coach for a long time. They won the Mountain West for a reason. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me the Bulldogs. Now, week two is interesting because Purdue heads to Lane Stadium, enter Sandman. Mm. Oh, that's good shit. Virginia Tech's got down there. Virginia Tech, though, in a bit of a rebuild. So I do think the Boilermakers, toxic environment, though, this place will be lit. Yep. I will take the Boilermakers to win in Blacksburg. Yeah, how about, how never easy, but they, if ever is, it's, it's right now. Virginia Tech's in a bad way right now. So w- uh, you got them two and I got them two and I got them one and one. And then Dino Babers and the Syracuse Orange Men come to town on mm. September 16th. Brilliant. Garrett Schrader, the shredder at quarterback, and Aronde Gadsden Jr. This is a, this is a tricky game for me. Uh, I'm gonna favor Purdue. It's kind of another coin flip to me, but give me the board. One of the sneaky good hires Syracuse did. Rocky Long, long time, mm. the creator of the three three five defense, hired by Syracuse Orangemen. Give me Purdue though. Two and one. What are you doing? I hate to go against any Aronde Gadsons, juniors, <laughs> seniors, <laughs> thirds, anyone. I don't even know if they're related. They're just like Aronde no, Gadsons. No, just ra- no, yeah, yeah. Aronde Gadsons Jr. Yeah. Not related. Yeah. Unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> Three and zero, but I like it. Let's start off three. Let's start them off three and zero. Oh my God, they're gonna buy a house in West Lafayette. <laughs> All right, these listeners. I think uh, it's a possible three and zero. I like to start off here. It's true, but I also think it's a possible zero oh and three. Could be. Could that, be. That's <laughs> what I mean by their scheduling. Yeah. All right. Then I'll tell you, you what, they better not go zero and three if they want yeah. if they want to sniff of two wins. I'll put them at two and one, but now comes a super interesting game. Mm-hmm. So, the two, uh, the Big Ten West, part of why I love college football. Yeah. Traditionally, you could turn on the Big Ten West, and it's like watching football in 1945. It's absolutely fantastic. It's like they're going to run the ball. I, I remember my wife. Too many ads for my, cigarettes. My wife's from Columbia. She knows nothing about American football. Yeah, and I could watch a Big Ten West game with her, and I go, "Watch, they're going to run it, honey, right over there." And she's like, I, do "You're you know, so Do smart. you know the offensive coordinator?" She thinks you're so smart. Yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> we got to find so, any ways we can to impress yeah. these women. <laughs> Even if it's Big Ten West football, yeah. right? uh, oh, I, I know these things, babe. Stick with me. Yeah, stick with me. Everything's gonna be okay. All right, uh, but dude, now we got two air raid teams in the Big Ten West: Purdue mm. and Wisconsin running the dairy raid offense. Luke Phil Fickle. Longo, a, a Mike Leach guy back in the day too. So it makes it interesting. This is a weeknight Friday night game. It's awesome uh, at Ross Stadium. This will be lit, dude. I have no idea who's winning this game. This, this is, will be lit. Yeah, this will be completely lit. This 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 will be rocking. Yes, but this is like to me another fifty fifty game because Purdue's been running the pass happy offense a lot longer than Wisconsin, so mm. I actually think there's a slight advantage there. Give me the Boilermakers! Oh, I like that. Give me the 
Boilermakers. I like that call. That's a big upset. Three and one. Three. What are you doing here? I also have them three and one, but I have them. <laughs> I, this one? I have them on a season derailing loss here, in Wisconsin. <laughs> I think it's going to be lit Friday night, and they're going to be three and zero oh coming into it. So they're going to have a little, little too puffed up yeah. from what they really are. And then and, reality, boom. And reality, boom. Okay. I expect. I expect. Well, I also expect big things from Wisconsin this year as well, too. I think they're going to be a mach- kind of a machine, especially early on. Well, the very next week, Brett Bielma and and did you see who he just hired? Brett Revenge here. No, who did Bielma hire? Jim Leonard, who everyone thought was going to be the next Wisconsin head Amazing. coach. Right. So now I'm I'm very bullish on the Illini. and I. I think they're going to ride the waves of that huge Wisconsin win. They'll yeah. probably storm the field, take down the goalposts, give a couple of kids a concussion when the thing comes down to the field, just the way college football should be. Um Illinois pulls the upset in West Lafayette. I like that too. Let down from that Wisconsin game, either one. So I got them at three. We have them both at three and two. Three and two, and now they head to Iowa City. <laughs> this is mm. gonna go real. You can't run the air raid against Kirk <laughs> Ferentz. Right? The, He's seen a thing or two in right. his day. All right, the, the little kids in the hospital are giving you the finger from the window <laughs> in the fourth quarter. They don't like that fucking passing uh, bullshit. Did you, did you see Big Ten, Big Ten Media Day? They asked Kirk Ferentz. You know, uh, he goes, I don't, I don't even know the lead up question, but he goes, you know, I know the value in 1981. I learned the value of having a good punter mm. and I haven't had a bad one since <laughs> And I, I, I'm on board. He sold me. I will. He I will, sold me. I will say this Purdue is returning to punter, which is pretty big, <laughs> especially <laughs> which, in an Iowa yeah, game. That's huge. Absolutely. That's huge. But I'm taking the boilermakers to, uh, to lose in Iowa city. Yeah. I like Iowa again, here. three and three, three and three. Three game losing streak from my end, and now they host the Ohio State Buckeyes, which is I want to hit timeout for mm-hmm. a second. <laughs> if you know the history, yeah, even on Purdue's worst years, for some reason they give them fits. They fuck with Ohio State. Mm. I like this call. I like them fucking with Ohio State, but Ohio first, State still wins, oh, yeah. right? By, by twenty one, going <laughs> yeah. away. First, it'll, but first it'll be quarter, tight. three yeah. nothing, it'll three be, nothing. It might even be tight into the third yeah. quarter. Yeah. But then Ohio State does it like, okay, we got to rack up some points yeah. too for the for the polls, <laughs> yeah. you know, for the BCS, whatever. Ohio State will eventually win this going away, but you're right. Uh, three and four. No, wait, wait. Yes, three and four. Three and four. So the line's going to be huge. Grab them points. And then you go into your bye week three and four, but you can still hit that over if you bet on on the Boilermakers. Mm. We got to get going, though. Yeah. And they go. And a bye week is just what they need there after Ohio State. Sure, sure. Now they head to Lincoln, Nebraska to take on Matt Rule Halloween weekend. Will Rule have. Rule's teams have struggled in the first year historically, but mm. once again, the portal wasn't a thing mm. back then, really. Um, <sighs> this is like, I mean, this, this one is, like make or breaks. This is a make or break thing on the total right here. Yeah, it sure this is. Game. You're right. Everything does hinge on this game. If you, if, uh, no matter which way you slice it, give me Nebraska. I'm t- you taking Nebraska? Taking Nebraska. It's Halloween weekend. It's Halloween weekend. It's off the buy though. I don't know if those bodies are there for. It. This is. I'm taking Purdue. Taking Purdue off the buy mm, coming in mm. only because I have them losing four in a row. Four anyway. and four. I got them three and five. Right. So I have them four and four. But now they head to Ann Arbor, Michigan okay. to take on Jim Harbaugh. Harbaugh back from his back from his suspension for, for giving for giving out burgers <laughs> during the days of NIL. It's like Bruce Pearl. Remember one of Bruce Pearl. Look, Bruce Pearl's done a lot of shady things. I'm sure, right? But uh, remember when he was at Tennessee, he got had for uh, he was having a, a barbecue. Yeah. 
And yeah. the players, some of the basketball he, players and came he, in. And he used the Carolina rub instead of the Tennessee <laughs> rub. And that is, that'll and that get just you, set off everybody. They'll down sanction there. you right yeah. before your head spins. Uh, buddy, they're not winning at Michigan. No, they're not winning at Michigan. Yeah. So that moves me to what? Three and six. Mm-hmm. Three and six. They could still hit the over. Oh, yeah. Still alive when PJ Fleck comes rowing. His uh, boat rowing into his Colt <laughs> Everyone, everyone's in the stadium's gonna clap for him. Round when he of applause, or yeah. we're not playing this game. Yeah, <laughs> this is tricky. They could win this thing. They could win this flat game for sure. Licking their wounds after Michigan. Um, I favor Minnesota by a field goal, but I don't that, feel good about that's it. Like, a tight there's one. so many 50-50 games on the schedule. This is a tight one. Yeah. What are you doing here? I'm I'm giving a loss. Yeah, I'm losing to Minnesota though. So I'm gonna have three and seven. That's the under playing out, but they're at Northwestern. Okay. <laughs> this is a disaster. This is a win, right? Absolute W. Four and seven. Mm-hmm. And then they're home to Indiana, who I expect will be with an interim head coach at that time. Okay. Obviously, this is the rivalry game here. Uh five and seven. Final final record. And, and I'll be honest. You haven't beating Indiana? I do. Okay, I do for a sixth victory. So I barely have. So you're sp- on the over. I have them squeaking over. Well, here's the thing. Not none, none that I would like to play though. I could totally see the over working, but I feel like the schedule is just tricky. I gave them wins against Virginia Tech and Syracuse and Wisconsin. They could lose every single one of those. <laughs> so, right. You had them losing to Fresno, right? To open up. The- yeah. Okay. Uh, here's the thing. You look at the schedule. I don't have, honestly, the only guaranteed win on the schedule, I think, is Northwestern. Because mm. Indiana's a rivalry game. That's chicken out for wild. Correct. Yeah. Normally, you have, when you do a Power Five team, you see like two or three guaranteed wins. Right. I see one. That's why I think the under is a smart play. Yeah, I, I, I as well. It, it's, it's nothing, it's nothing I'll be rushing to the window to play. Yeah. Either side of this. Like I said, I think uh, I trust in the staff to, uh, t- like I said, the transition won't be as tough as it could be. For normal first time head coaches. So I think five and a half is a great number. I have it at six. You have it at five. Like you're saying, uh, there's tons of coin flips here. I can see it going either way. Yeah. I can see four wins. I can see seven wins. So the athletic uh, athletic director of Purdue, why don't you relax <laughs> on scheduling? Yeah. For Poor Ryan Walters wow. year one. You're like, you couldn't give me, a, we, we, there's no Indiana state on schedule. I know. Can right? you find some small you know, Valpo Evansville yeah, or some, some bullshit? <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Evansville, bring back your football program. You Gary, filthy, Indiana tech. Yeah. Right. Whores. Yeah. <laughs> um, folks, uh, I'm on the under, he's on the over. But I I I I don't feel very yeah, confident not, about this not play. Really confident um, but look, before I get out of here, uh, or we get out of here, uh, we had a chance to sit down with Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour, to talk about his experiences to Ross Aid Stadium, uh, and and hanging out with the uh, the Boilermaker fans. So with no further ado, here is that interview. Joining me on the College Football yeah. Experience Purdue Boilermakers 2023 season preview is none other than. Michael Barker, aka College Football Campus Tour. Wait, what do you mean, College? What? Yeah, on Twitter, follow the account at CFB Campus Tour. It is a must follow if you love college football. I call him the king of college football stadiums because he's been to every single FBS stadium, most of the FCS, D two, D three, and just the guy. He does. He covers the stadiums and he covers it right. It's not just a photo of a guy drinking a beer, you know, at the game enjoying himself. This is like he'll post a photo of. Like a, a nice photo of the game that he's at. Uh, he also will go to like five, six, seven games a week. And also, he'll, t- he'll talk a little about the history of the stadium. 
Sometimes we'll do like the photo of the interesting, the most interesting seat in the stadium. It's just absolutely fantastic if you love college football. So I appreciate you hopping on the show, Michael. And uh, and yeah, let's let's talk a little Purdue in uh, Ross Aid Stadium. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. And uh, you know, I like how you said covering the stadium. That's that's what I call it. You know, you got plenty of people talking about the game. You know what happened on the field, this and that. But there's not really someone covering the stadium, and that's what I try to do when I'm at a game. Well, yeah, and you do a great job, man. Because uh, I didn't even know you, and uh, the the interwebs, as George W. said, like uh, just recommended, and I was like, who the fuck is doing all this awesome work? Uh, now, Ross State Stadium, I've never been, but I can tell you from watching the games, it seems like a stadium that I've always been very interested in. Tell me about the history of the stadium. Yeah, I like I like the stadium too. So obviously, uh, Big Ten, West Lafayette, Indiana. It opened in 1924, so 99-year-old stadium. It has 65,000 seats now. It started with 13,000 back in 1924. Uh, sometimes people, you know, they just gloss over the name, but I like to investigate why it's named Ross Aid. So David Ross and George Aid, they actually donated 65 acres for the stadium back in the 1920s. So donate 65 acres for a stadium, you get your name on the on the the marquee there. Uh, the record crowd for a game was in 1980, 71,629. Uh, pretty impressive for a stadium that holds 65,000. And I found an interesting fact that well, there's they didn't get permanent lights at Ross Aid until 2017. There have been times where temporary lights were there, but in the 99 his, year history of Ross Aid, there's only been 18 night games played there. So pretty, pretty unique. Yeah. Wow. I didn't even know that. That is very unique. Um, yeah. I mean, look, I, I think it was the season opener Thursday night last year. I think it was against Penn state and man, the place was rocking. It just seemed like, man, I got to get to this stadium. Uh, and, and, you know, I know Jeff Brom left, but I'm excited for, for the future of Purdue football. So uh, how many times have you been here, man? So I've been to one game there. It was part of a day, night, Saturday, doubleheader, uh, noon at Purdue and 7 PM at Indiana. Uh, but it was a great game. It was 2019. It was versus Nebraska back and forth game. And with a minute nine left, they were down three and they ran a reverse on the nine yard line. David bell took it in untouched and they won 31 27. So great back and forth game. And I'm excited because uh, Purdue has a Thursday night or Friday night, um, week four game against Wisconsin. And for me, I haven't been there since 2019 Saturday P five games. There's so many going on. So to get a Friday night game, I'm going to be there. And then the next day is uh, Notre Dame hosting Ohio state. So it's going to be a, a good back-to-back -back, uh, Friday, Saturday, where you don't have to get on an airplane between games. So really looking forward to week four. Amen. And look, I like the big 10 doing more weekday games. I don't like a lot of the other things the big 10 are doing, but I, I like weekday games. I know you do as well. And folks, did you hear what he said? Oh, I'm going to go to that game Friday night. And then Saturday, I'm going to be at Ohio state, uh, Notre Dame. That's what I'm talking about. Follow his page at CFB campus tour, because <laughs> I mean the guy it's like uh, he's, he's living like a rock star. I feel like, you know, uh, I'd be curious who does more travel in a year uh, between, you know, some of the biggest rock stars and, and one Michael Barker folks, you gotta give him a follow at CFB campus tour. Michael, I appreciate you hopping on the show and maybe one day we can meet at Ross aid stadium, brother. Yes, sir. And uh, I have a hashtag. It's called the glamor life, which is 
You see me at the games, it looks good. But rock stars, I guarantee you have better in-between <laughs> game accommodations than me. So, uh, but, but yeah, you mean, you mean to tell me you you really believe that Steven Tyler on the road never passed out in a Ford Taurus? <laughs> I, I believe that that happened. I do believe that that happened. But it was probably unintentional versus what I'm doing. So, uh, but yeah, this, this would be a good one. Is right in the heart of Midwest Big Ten country. So hopefully we can find a uh, time to catch a game there. Amen, brother. Thanks for hopping on the show, man. And you do great work, man. And uh, I, I look forward to seeing your travels this upcoming college football season. Absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate it. Michael Barker, Ross Eight yes. Stadium. Stadium looks beautiful, man. Mm. Stadium looks beautiful. Got to get out to a game. Look, uh, I, I want to get out to a game. Just don't be mean to me if I took the under. Because I did. CJ Sullivan says the over. He's not locking it, and I'm not locking it either, folks. Subscribe to the college football experience because we're breaking down all 133 college football teams. And we have every single conference preview on in the works. It'll be done by week zero kicking off. We're working nonstop in August here going through it. We also subscribe to the FCS college football experience. There's no Evansville anymore, but Mm. we want them back. We're lobbying for them to come back. The purple aces need to bring back that football program, but uh, the Valpo crusaders, Indiana state all covered there. We got you covered. FCS college football experience. Also check out the college basketball experience, the college baseball experience and hell check out the big 12 experience, even though you're in the big 10. All right. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe, tell a friend. Also check out the bottom line bombs podcast. Give CJ Sullivan a follow on Twitter at CJ Sullivan underscore. Uh, and uh, that podcast absolutely fantastic. So make sure you're subscribed. Also, uh, what else do we got? We got uh, sports gambling podcast going through all 32 NFL teams. Subscribe, tell a friend, get the SGPN app. Come hop, come hop in the discord. Talk a little college football with us. Sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. All right, folks, until the next episode, this is the college football experience. Purdue Boilermaker style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Run and shoot.